You're listening to the So You Think You're Intuitive podcast, a podcast to help you reactivate, grow, and trust your intuition so you can live a more empowered and connected life. Join me, Natalie Miles, spiritual mentor and psychic medium, every Wednesday for inspired conversations, guidance, and practical tips on how you can work with your intuition in your everyday life. Because who doesn't want to trust their intuition more? Welcome back to So You Think You're Intuitive. I'm Natalie Miles, spiritual mentor and psychic medium, taking you on this journey to reactivate and trust your intuition. Hi, everyone. Hope you're having a great week. Uh, I've got a bit of a cold, first cold of the season. I don't get many colds. Um, I didn't last year anyway, but yeah, I am slightly bunged up. I have had a sore throat, dry cough, um, but have been using all of my usual things to nip it in the bud. My favorite thing for cold or sore throat is cider, vinegar, and honey. My parents started giving it to me at a really young age and to be honest with you it tastes not the best it's cider vinegar hot water and honey to taste and as a kid when your parents are giving you vinegar to drink it wasn't the nicest thing and I used to have to persuade them to put more honey in to drown out the horrible vinegar taste but as you get older, your taste buds change. And now I don't really mind it. And it works. It really does knock everything on the head. And yeah, I'm a big cider vinegar and honey fan. So I am back drinking those like twice a day right now to get rid of this cold. So a little bit of astrology. This Sunday is a new moon. And just to read a little bit out from Pam Younghands, who I love, her North Point Journal. She says, new moon occurs 8.38 p.m. PDT when the sun and the moon align at 4 degrees. Degrees 25 Scorpio. This is a very excitable lunation due to the involvement of rabble rousing revolutionary Uranus, which will be at 4 degrees 36 Taurus. She says, Anytime Uranus participates in a new moon, we can expect the unexpected throughout the new lunar cycle. Uranus is known for bringing surprises that disrupt the status quo, requiring that we be flexible and innovative in how we manage our reality. So yeah, that's a little bit of insight on the new moon on Sunday. And we are in the shadow phase of Mercury retrograde. Mercury goes retrograde 31st of October. And I was reading this morning from Jessica Lanyado, who has been on the podcast. Go and have a listen to the episode if you haven't. It's an amazing episode. And she posted on her Instagram today that this Mercury retrograde is all about patience. And so we might be experiencing that already in the shadow phase, which is like the build up for when it actually happens on the 31st. Yeah. And we're being asked to practice patience. 
I have been asked to practice patience this morning before recording this episode. I went to put in my SD card into my sound recorder and yeah, it had snapped and it wouldn't go in. So I was suddenly having to go out and buy a new SD card and it's just kind of messed my timings up for my day. And I was like, Natalie, it is only a broken SD card. You are going to be able to record this. And yeah, had to practice a little bit of patience before um, sitting down to record this episode for you on a Monday morning. So I have a new offering out and I'm a little bit excited to share this one with you because you guys have been asking me for a really long time about how can I improve my intuitive gifts? How can I improve my seeing, feeling, knowing and hearing gifts? So I have put together a new online workshop series called Get Gifted. Get Gifted. And Get Gifted is here for you to develop each gift. But more importantly, it's going to help you discover how you like to work with each gift as we all have our own unique way of working with our intuition. So there are four mini workshops within Get Gifted, one for seeing, one for hearing, one for feeling, one for knowing. The seeing workshop is going to guide you to discover how you connect with your seeing gifts, how you can develop them and how to decode what the seeing messages mean. I share practical tools and exercises and top tips on how you can develop them, including an exercise that I first did in my first ever psychic circle age 16. The hearing video is going to do the same and it's going to really help you to reactivate your hearing gifts, how to develop them and how to distinguish between your own voice and the voice of spirit. And by the end of the hearing section, you'll have a greater awareness of how your hearing gift shows up for you in your everyday life. The feeling workshop is for many of us as intuitives, we identify as empaths or highly sensitive people. And so this feeling section is about giving you the confidence to work with your feeling gifts and not see them as a burden, but a superpower because we can really shut down our feeling gifts when we experience overwhelm being empaths or highly sensitive. So yes, by the end of the feeling video, you're going to be empowered into using your feeling gifts. And I share exercises and practical tools and how to develop them and there's also a knowing mini workshop within all of this too where I'm really helping you to trust and take action on your knowing gifts. Each section comes with guided meditations, workbook exercises, videos, practical tools and Basically, it is a workshop where it's all the guidance I wished I'd had in one place when I was learning. So Get Gifted is on pre-sale until 1st of November when it goes live. And there is a discounted pre-sale price until the 1st of November. The pre-sale price is $111, but there is also payment plans available for payments for $33. And then on the 1st of November, when the course goes live, it's going to go up to its usual price of $197 and there are payment plan options as well. There is also a bonus if you sign up 
in the pre-sale that I'm going to be hosting two Get Gifted online live webinars, one in November 2019, one in January 2020, where you can ask me your questions about your gifts and what you're experiencing and things that are coming up for you during the workshop. I am going to be leading the group on practical exercises that aren't included in the Get Gifted workshop series so that you can develop your gifts even more. I'm going to be taking the group on special guided meditations and you can only join these webinars if you sign up in the pre-sale. So if you are interested, head to the show notes. There will be a link of how you can find more information around what's included in Get Gifted and sign up. I'm really excited to share this workshop with you. I'd say it's one of the most polished online workshops that I have shared and it is full of information. It is jam-packed with all of my top tips. If you are looking to reactivate your gifts, if you are looking to practice your gifts and make them stronger so you can connect to your intuition, this workshop is for you. And if you have one gift that is stronger than the other, I really encourage you to do the gift that you are strong at as well, because I am sharing lots of detailed information and so that you will improve all of your gifts across the board. So yeah, go and check it out. It's on pre-sale until the 31st of October midnight, and then it goes up in price 1st of November. And also just a little quick shout out reminder, if you are looking to do something sacred this Samhain, this Halloween, Thursday, 31st of October, I am hosting an online circle called Celebrate Our Ancestors, where we are going to be connecting to our ancestors when the veil is thin so that we can connect to them, we can reflect Um, the year that's passed. I'm going to be leading us on a ritual and a guided meditation to connect to our ancestors so we can receive messages from them and a little bit of healing. Our ancestor story will be in there too. So if you're looking to do something on Halloween, join me 6.30pm PST and there is a replay so that you can join anywhere in the world because this energy isn't just here for one night. You can do it three, four, five days afterwards and still experience the same energy and connect to that Samhain vibe. So yeah, join me. There is going to be a link in the show notes. Okay, I want to answer a couple of Q&A questions that have been sent through. Hi, Natalie. My name is Erin and I am from Gainesville, Florida. And my question is surrounding the topic of spiritual reactivation slash awakening. I'm just wondering if somebody like myself who is always identified as a spiritual person who has always felt I've had an intuitive understanding of the nature of source or God, and I've always felt connected to that, but never, I've never been inherently religious or anything, but I've always identified as a spiritual person uh, since I was a child, but I've never had experiences of outright uh, seeing spirits or experiencing like a visceral reaction to their presence or to seeing auras or to flat out getting very obvious frequent messages 
for other people or even for myself. It's happened periodically through my life, but I've always wanted it to be more consistent. And I've wanted to have some of those more intense uh, experiences that some people talk about that they have during a spiritual reactivation. And I'm just wondering if somebody like myself, who's always identified as spiritual and have always felt this connection to source, does that mean that I won't necessarily go through a spiritual reactivation like it happens for some people? I hope this makes sense. Um, Thank you so much. Erin, thank you for this really important question. So you can be a spiritual person and connect to souls, the universe, God, and have not experienced the reactivation symptoms that a lot of people describe. Sometimes they can be more subtle and you won't feel the overwhelm that some people experience. And to be honest with you, that's a good thing, even though that you're wanting to have those more intense experiences. And what I would like to say on that also is that you can be spiritual and have a spiritual reactivation later on in life. Like it's not prescriptive around when that might happen for you. It can happen in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. It can happen whenever. And also it doesn't happen for everyone as well. But you can develop your intuition and you can develop your gifts so that you can see spirit or see auras and practice because developing your intuition is a muscle. You can reactivate it by guided meditations and doing some intuitive psychic development work. But know that just because you haven't had the traditional spiritual reactivation, it doesn't mean that you're not a spiritual person or that your experiences or your connection is less because you haven't had the inverted commas traditional spiritual reactivation, spiritual awakening. Spirit just always love to share with me, we're all in a different timeline, we're all on a different journey. For some of us, we might have those intense experiences and for some of us, we won't. And sometimes we can think that we're not going to have a spiritual reactivation and then we do and then it creeps up on you. I myself had a mini spiritual reactivation again over the summer and it was only when I was in it and I was writing about spiritual reactivation symptoms that I suddenly realized, oh shit, I think I might be going through some of these right now. If you are listening to this and you are wondering what a spiritual reactivation is, go and have a listen to the first ever couple of episodes of the podcast. I talk about spiritual reactivation, my journey, symptoms that can help guide you. But Erin, you might have had a spiritual reactivation without realizing it could have been subtle, but also trust that the more intense experiences that people share, they might come up for you at a different time in the future. And a lot of the time, these spiritual reactivation symptoms come through when we're going through life rock bottoms. So yeah, we just don't know what the life journey has in store for us. Thank you for asking such a great question, Erin. I hope that helps. The next question is from Makeda and she says, every time I tune into spirit and my intuition, I get really lightheaded, exhausted, and I almost get this anxiety feeling. I find myself not being able to get past this feeling most of the time. 
It inhibits me to do intuitive work for long or going deeper and developing my gifts. I find myself having to take long breaks that sometimes can span for a month. I also find myself avoiding dropping into the spirit and divine because it's really exhausting and overwhelming. It's frustrating because I really would like to grow my gifts and I also just love doing spiritual work and being one with my intuition. Are you familiar with this and is there any advice you may have to help? Makeda, thank you for asking this question because I know that a lot of people listening to this are going to resonate with it and I myself have also experienced this. When I was first connecting to my gifts and my intuition, especially when I was part of psychic development circles and growing my intuitive gifts more practically, it's really tiring. It's like using a part of your brain or a part of your body that you have never used before or never used to that intensity. And it can be really tiring. It's like if you are learning to drive a car for the first time and you go on a driving lesson and you come back absolutely exhausted after half an hour, 20 minutes behind the wheel. But then once you've been doing it for much more, you can go on long journeys and the fear and the anxiety and your body kind of gets used to it. It's the same thing with connecting to your intuition because it's like learning something new. So what I would say is, I know that you're frustrated that you can't do more, but go slow. Listen to where you're at and what's coming through for you. Grounding is really important for that feeling of being lightheaded. So make sure before you're practicing that you are grounding your energy in and you're calling your guides in for protection. So that will really help. I have a whole episode on grounding and protection in the podcast. Again, it's near the front end of the podcast. I'll put a link in the show notes as well. But yeah, practice grounding because that will really help you with that lightheaded feeling and with the anxiety, but know that you're ready to reactivate your gifts. Do you know when you have those moments where you think you're tired and then you do something and then you realize you're not and it kind of shifts your energy? I also recommend doing that where you can go for a walk in nature or move your body and get yourself feeling energized and then begin some intuitive practices afterwards, get your body in the right state, your mind in the right state, feeling more high vibe and open and then try some of the intuition exercises and see what happens. Thank you for your question Makeda, I hope that helps. If you have a spiritual or intuition based question that you would like answered on the podcast, please email me at podcast at natalie-mars.com. I would love to hear your voice like Erin did and she sent a voice memo recorded on her phone. Keep it short, keep it punchy, mention your name and where you live in the world. I would love to answer your questions. Okay, let's start talking about soul purpose. What does spirit have to say about finding your soul purpose? How can you connect with your intuition to discover your soul purpose? So you might have tuned into this episode expecting that I'm going to tell you how you can connect your intuition and spirit to find your soul purpose. I'm actually not. I used to talk about using your intuition to find your soul purpose. I've even had published articles I've written on the topic. 
But I want to share with you something that has been coming through from spirit that's been so loud and so strong. And this is what they want to share currently about finding your soul purpose. Because this lifetime is not about finding your soul purpose, your dharma, your life purpose, and this word that we keep throwing around right now about legacy. What is my legacy? What am I leaving behind? What is my life legacy on my on this planet once I leave? Spirit want to share that we are putting so much pressure on ourselves to find this thing called our sole purpose because it's everywhere right now. It's in self-help books, it's in the media, coaches, we're consuming information from people who have found their sole purpose and are encouraging you to do the same because your life isn't complete if you haven't found your sole purpose. This pressure to find the one thing. And it's the same kind of pressure around finding the one life partner to love, to be with that one lifelong partner Again, there's that external pressure. And Spirit want to share that these are all human constructs we have put on ourselves through the media, expectation of others, and what we're being told of something that we have to have in our lives that will then give us this sense of completion or purpose or meaning. And that's what we're supposed to have. And for some people, they have a dream as a kid of what they want to be and they follow it and it happens and they find complete joy in that. They find their life purpose. The kid that wanted to be an engineer or a doctor or a writer or an actress. And that's awesome. That's amazing. But it's not for everyone. And Spirit also want to share that you can have many soul purposes across your lifetime and also in one day. We get so fixated on time as humans. We're so fixated on time. And Spirit want to share that it's not about one soul purpose, it's about many soul purposes across your whole lifetime and in one day. In one day, your soul purpose could be that you have to take your kids to school and do the vacuuming and cook dinner. It's not just about my sole purpose is to find my dream job or I'm here to create change or I'm here to do something. Of course, that's important for, for many who want to, to do that and show up in the world and make change. But we also need to scale it back. Because it does seem right now that there is that pressure to quit your job or to have that job that you love and is your sole purpose. But your sole purpose can have nothing to do with your job and how you make your money. Your sole purpose could be something that is not even connected to your career. Your sole purpose in this lifetime could be how you love. Or learning to receive love. It might be being a mother, a parent, or a good friend. It might be looking after your dog because you love them so much. It might be writing poetry just for you because you love it, 
not because you want it published and to be seen by the masses to create impact. It could be driving a taxi because you love connecting to people and seeing who ends up in your car each day. It could be doing your nine to five job that you don't necessarily love, but it pays the bills and allows you to do what you love outside of work. Or that you love being able to support yourself and your family and that brings you joy. Because there's a really big important shift that's going down right now and we're being rewired on this more than ever. You will have many soul purposes. You will have multiple life dharmas. We're being asked to shift into the present to look at what feels good today. Where do I find joy? Where do I find happiness? Those things are your life purposes. And not thinking about what you haven't got and not always future thinking. It's about embracing what you have, being patient, living your life, and what is supposed to happen will happen. Everything will be revealed to you. Trust your journey. Stop trying to seek your soul purpose, your life dharma. Enjoy being where you are right now and trust the journey and allow yourself to follow it. So when we hear from life coaches, self-help gurus, and people who seemingly have found their dharma and life purpose through their work and are encouraging you to find yours, because we're told that that's the only way we're going to have success, joy, and a meaningful life, it's time not to feed the comparison and pressure to have the same as them. Because it's not for everyone. So if you're in this space right now of questioning what your life purpose is or what's my dharma instead of focusing on that maybe journal around what in my life brings me happiness and joy what people are important what passions what small things but also if you are in a space right now where you are wanting to change your career and it's not that you're you know, out to find your sole purpose or your dharma or your life's meaning, but you are wanting to change your career. There are a couple of exercises that I would love to share with you that you can do to help guide you through this time, connecting to your intuition, connecting to spirit. So the first thing is we can create excuses and mental roadblocks to prevent us from achieving our true desires and goals and we create fear tactics around why we shouldn't pursue something so the most common blocks that there are that you stop yourself from making changes are I won't have the money to support myself it's not the right time my lifestyle will have to change what will other people think people rely on me I can't leave my job what if I fail? Who am I to dream that big? How will I make it happen? Change can feel so overwhelming. And so we remain in art until we're eventually forced into taking action. 
I know I had this personally when I was really feeling disconnected from working in film and I didn't know what I wanted to do but actually in my heart space I really knew what I wanted to do and I wanted to do this work full time and I was resisting because I wanted everything in order so I got let go from my job as I love to share spirit will through those life boulders to make you make those changes so if you want to change something in your career in fact you could do this if you want to make any changes in your life here are a couple of things that spirit shared with me during my one-on-one sessions which I would share to people who wanted to change up their career firstly connect with your guides and use them they love to send us messages and clarity when we switch off from the outside world. So spend 10 minutes meditating and call in your guides. Ask them to step forward and share a message with you on potentially what the next step for you is on your career. If you love nature, get outside. They love to connect with us when we're in nature. So get out there, breathe in the fresh air, go for a walk, lie down on the ground and get connected to Mother Earth. The next thing, name your fears. When we vocalize our blocks to the universe, it can help set us free and start the journey to change. Write down what your fears are to making changes. And once you've written them down, read them out loud, connect to that throat chakra, speak your truth, and it will allow you to start to release those fears. The next thing is when people want to change their career, a lot of the time they go and write down a list of, I need to be earning this amount of money and this is what the job role looks like and this is what I should be doing. And so instead of just doing that, go and write down the emotions and feelings of how you want to feel in your dream how you want to feel in your career. So instead of what it looks like, focus on what it feels like. How do you want to feel when you get up in the morning to go to that career? How do your colleagues make you feel when you work with them? How does the work environment make you feel? Because you know that you need to be working in that bright, spacious, open plan environment versus feeling like you're in some small cubicle, not connecting to anyone. How does it feel? And another great simple tool, which I like to call heart alignment is Where do you feel aligned and misaligned in your life right now? And what you do is you write two columns, one titled aligned, one titled misaligned. And you go and you write down everything that you feel that is aligned in your life right now. And it can be, you know, not just your career, you can put in your relationship, your money, whatever, whatever comes up for you and you write down what is aligned in your life and then in the second column you go and write down what's misaligned in your life and the things that you don't feel connected to or the things that you really want to change and then what you do is you look at that misaligned column and you say okay what things in that column am I willing to work on what things am I really wanting to put the energy in Um, to move them into the align column and then the things in that misalign column that you're like oh my god I don't even really want to work on that that just has to go trust that take action and really start to let go and make the changes of the things that are in the misaligned column 
but don't get overwhelmed with the big picture. Make small steps on the journey and trust the journey and know that even though you might have this set timeline of when you think changes are going to happen, as I mentioned earlier, everything will unfold at the right time and when it is supposed to. So we need to shift into the present. We need to find that joy and happiness in the everyday and not focus on the life purpose, the Dharma. It's about the journey. So we can make those small shifts in our life journey, but not focusing on the need to discover your life purpose, soul purpose, discovering your Dharma, because that is not what we're really being called to do. Trust your journey. Try not to compare yourself to others and Remember, every day includes multiple soul purposes. It isn't just about one life purpose. You are going to have multiple life purposes throughout your entire life and every day. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'm going to be back next week with another episode on the podcast. It's going to be the one year anniversary of the podcast. It is going to be the November upgrade message, a message all about November. If you haven't listened to the October upgrade message, the channeled message about what October is all about, go and have a listen. It's a really powerful message from Spirit this month all about the theme of the embodiment. So go and have a listen. And yeah, I'm going to be back next week with the November one year episode celebration. And if you're interested in Get Gifted, remember to head to the show notes where you can find out how to sign up and for more information. Have an amazing rest of your week. Enjoy the new moon on Sunday. I probably won't do a specific new moon ritual. I'm not being called to, but I'm going to be moving my body this weekend. I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be setting some intentions and doing some releasing whilst moving my body, dancing yoga, going for a walk. I think that's what I'm being called to do as a celebration for the new moon on Sunday. Anyway, have a great week. Bye.